Well, we're still here, so let's talk about it. It's been a while since I've talked about thanatology. Had some personal things come up that I really felt needed to be shared. When I do that, it's because something really inspired me. And if you listen to last week's podcast, you'll know it was a television series. I felt not raw, but kind of drained after that emotion again, right? This tear train and why I keep getting on it and even examining, did I really cover, that's not the right word, did I really fully grieve the loss of my mom? I believe I did, but the idea of getting back on the tear train is that the love is still there, the emotion is still there, even though I have grieved her loss. So today, I feel really strongly about getting back on to thanatology to wrap that up. The last section, if you will, or school of thought in that uh, piece of thanatology is the sociological aspect of thanatology or the study of dying and death. This is such a broad topic. I'm going to not use the word umbrella because, you know, we already talked about that, but... (laughs) Anyway, sociology, that's every culture, every group, community in the world, globally, not just here or where you are or this little neighborhood or that. It is every social group who experiences death and dying who is alive in the world today. And parts of what we have started off as thousands of years ago. Traditions were begun then that have been carried through and modified as culture changes, as we become more aware of certain cultural differences or traditions that no longer serve us. I got pretty overwhelmed even looking at all the topics today that I wanted to share So I think what I'm going to need to do is break it down like I did with ethics. Not that it's such a loaded topic, but it's so huge. Specifically, social thanatology covers the traditions, the ceremonies, the rites of passage, the relationships, the grieving process. What do different cultures consider proper grieving? inappropriate grieving, what's illegal in certain communities even, those are all wrapped up in the social form of thanatology. And because the United States, which is where I'm from, is considered a melting pot, imagine all the different cultures and traditions and ceremonies people bring with them to this country from their original country. When you start to think about that and put it all together, it becomes pretty huge. But we know that sociologists study that very thing, how people come from different walks of life, different communities, different cultures, different traditional backgrounds, and they come to the U.S. and they bring that with them They assimilate into our culture here in the U.S. and somehow make their own new culture blended. Now, let's just break it down a little further. 
The U.S. has its own culture. Each region of the U.S. has its own culture and societal norms. Then break it down even smaller, whether you're a rural or a city dweller, whether you're a poor family or a wealthy family. Those definitely contribute to the types of practice that people would have with rites, rituals, ceremonies, and even thoughts around death and dying. But let's face it, as we've said from the very beginning in this podcast, we're all going to die. That's the fact. How we grieve that death, how we prepare for our own death, or discuss the death and dying of those we love who might be ill right now. Those are the little different intricacies that I believe social thanatology would cover. What I think I'd like to talk about going forward are the funeral options that are becoming available, the traditions that we carry year after year, generation after generation, things that are done in other countries that we admire or through curiosity have learned, we would much prefer to the practices that we presently have in our own culture. So think about that. Consider that. I don't know how many more times I can say the word thanatology, but know that it is the resource or foundation of these discussions when we talk about social, psychological, musical, medical, or biological, and just general thanatology. They're all a part of us because we all are going to die. We can participate in pursuing the good death through this knowledge that we're gaining in thanatology I feel like that helps me a lot. Of course, the next step is to explain my wishes, to encourage others to explain theirs. But it's nice to know that we have resources online and by just having a conversation with someone who is from a different country or a different region of the town you're in that you know maybe has a different lifestyle our lives can become so much more enriched by having those conversations. I hope that you'll engage in one today. Also, I'd like to share and uh, maybe suggest that if you have a cultural tradition or practice that your family engages in around dying and death, I would love to hear about it. I think our listeners would love to hear about it. I've gotten some feedback from people. I'd love some more. Talk to you soon. I'm thankful you listened today. Please visit my website and drop me a question or a topic for future discussion. Also, in the show notes, you'll find any reference materials such as names or book titles that I discussed in this podcast. Until next time, folks, take care.